0: Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is the Joe Martino Show. If you are new here, welcome. If you are a returning friend, welcome back. What are we going to talk about today? We're not going to read any emails, although I was tempted to do an entire episode on just email responses. We are going to talk about the fact that we are eight weeks away from the end of the year. That's insane to me. We are eight weeks away from the start of a new year. What are you going to focus on over these next eight weeks? Or put a different way, why are you doing what you're doing? Let's talk about it and let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. Okay. So if you haven't heard, we do have an election coming up. I don't want to make this too much about that. I do want to let you know, we do also have that same exact week. We have a mindfulness and stress management during a pandemic group starting. And this is going to be run by two uh, people in our office, two interns. And if you don't know what intern- interns are, think of them like residents uh, for, for medical for medical doctors. Uh, it's not quite the same, but it's similar You know, they have all of their clinical schooling and now they're getting their clinical hours and and it's a group that's offered Monday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. And the beautiful thing about this group is it's online so you can do it at home. And I know there's probably, I guess I can't say I know, but I, I get the sense that there is a Zoom meeting, digital life meeting touch of overload that is happening for people and you you know, I get that. But at the same time, this is a wonderful opportunity for people to be able to attend a group uh, counseling session with a very minimal cost of $10. You're going to be able to do it digitally. We have an app that's completely HIPAA secure. We'll send you a link. We'll get you in. And it's very exciting. And you can do it from anywhere in Michigan. So if you need more information, call our office at 616-481-3784. That number is 616-481-3784. I do also want to make you aware that I am the keynote speaker this year uh, dealing with being a survivor of suicide. So if you have a loved one, a friend, someone you cared about who died by suicide, uh, we're going to be discussing the aftermath that it leaves for those of us who are left behind. That's November 21st. That is also uh, virtual, and you can attend it virtually by registering at the website, which you can find on my website or reach out to me and I will send you the link. We'll make sure that that's up on all of our pages as well. Actually, let me just give you that webpage. It is www. I just lost it. There it is. WMSOSL.com. Click on the register button. Once again, that is www. Click on the register button and it is free. Uh, be a good time. It is a Saturday morning, the 21st of November. All right, now you're hearing me put my iPad down, which had my notes on it, and it's on paper. All right, so let's talk about, I mean, what should we talk about? We could talk about the election. We could talk about COVID. Cases are up. Uh, opinions are up. We could talk about a lot of things. I want to talk to you about the fact that there is roughly eight weeks left in 2020, and what a year it's been but roughly eight weeks. And I want to ask you a question. What is it that you want to be? One of the things that I uh, am constantly running into as I talk to people, one of the things that that we as professional mental health therapists are constantly uh, running into when we talk to people is this myth, this false belief that personality is permanent, that, that your life, whatever it is, you're kind of stuck and there's this kind of fatalistic, well, my life is what it is and I'm stuck with it. And, and even when it comes down to like, well, you know, we've got to have family time for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And we talked about that last week a little bit. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that you have to do, and there's a bunch of emails again this week, I appreciate those if you'd like to email me. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you sent it to it. Uh, sent the email to Joe at jomartino.com. Uh, but but one of the things that tends to run is we tend to think we have to do things and we don't typically step back, pull back from them, and examine them. So I was talking to someone recently that someone was my wife, and we, we were we were talking about how we believe that almost all of our issues that people are running into, they, they are rooted in trauma and anxiety. And, and a lot of times, you, you know, there are trauma responses that become internalized and they become the way of life for someone. And that person falsely believes that that's just it. That's all that they can hope for. That is what they have for the rest of their life. They are in this trauma response. And that is a position that, of course, we do not agree with or subscribe to. But one of the things that you have to do if you're going to process your grief, is you have to pull back and, and kind of take a bird's-eye view at your life, right? Where am I versus where do I want to be? And, and one of the things that we, that we want to process is what's going on in your life that you would like to change in the next eight weeks. You've got eight weeks left for this year as you set yourself up for 2021, as you roll into the holidays. And, and one of the, the helpful tools that you can do this with or that you can utilize to to examine your life with, is just a sheet of paper and a pen, take out a sheet of paper, I would turn it sideways, draw a line about four inches into the paper from the left side, and write down, now here's what we're doing, if we're looking, okay, what are our daily activities, what are our monthly activities, what are our holiday activities, write down the things that you do, the behaviors that you do, check, 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 So like if I were doing this today, I would put down uh, 8 a.m. recorded a podcast, Uh, 8.45 edited podcast. I don't know. It'd actually be a little bit longer than that, but whatever. Uh, Saw clients. If I did yesterday, saw clients, had a meeting with a business partner. These types of things. What did you do? Uh, Took my kids to school. And then you're going to write on the other side of the line, you're going to write why you did them. This is important because it can provide insight into what we're doing. So maybe I didn't, knock on wood, but maybe I had a fight with my wife yesterday at nine o'clock. So I'd put down yesterday, nine o'clock, had a fight with my wife. Why? Because she was trying to fight with me. That's a joke. Uh, Because, and then I'd write the reason, but now I want another line about four inches across. This is why I say turn the paper on its side. And I want to write, okay, well, what did that why, why was that why important? And here's what we're looking for. What did you do? Why did you do it? And why was that behavior the best response to that, to that stimulus, to that why? So, well, we have, to, we have to go to my family's for Thanksgiving. Why? Well, because... Oh, I'm trying to think what's an answer I typically hear. Well, because we want our kids to have great memories with their cousins. Okay, are you achieving that? Or are they watching distress and anxiety and problems? Well, because I love my family. Yep, okay, great. So can you love them and not go there for Thanksgiving? And, and I just bring that up because honestly, if I get 10 emails, 10 conversations, it's about stuff like that. Or Christmas. I want uh, One of the most common ones I'm going to start getting here. Uh, well, actually, I've gotten a couple, but I'll, I'll get a lot more here in the next few weeks is my spouse wants to go to his parents, her parents for Christmas Day, and I don't. I want to stay home. To which I always step back and say, well, why? What is it that you're trying to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? One of the things that concerns me is we're, we're not stopping to think deeply about our lives because we've not learned to deal with anxiety. We've made, we're in our society, maybe not you, okay, I want to be clear on that, but we're mythologizing anxiety. It's like it's some sort of monster that can't be dealt with, can't be lived with. Uh, all we can do is, is hope to, to survive the day. And I just refuse to believe that's true. There's got to be more. And it starts with this why question. I've talked about it ad nauseum before. So what, why, then what? This is not that episode, but it is a start there. Like, okay, what did I do? What did you accomplish? Because everything we do is either to avoid something or to gain something, everything. So if you're having a conflict with your spouse over whether or not you should go to your in-laws for Christmas or stay home, Well, what is it that we're hoping to achieve? What is the desired end goal? And this is the same thing we need to ask ourselves for. Okay, I got eight weeks left in this year. What's my desired end goal for 2020? It's not that the, I mean, I'd love for the virus to go away, but that isn't how viruses work. It's it's not even, you know, my desired end goal doesn't have much to do with the election. Uh, Obviously, I hope that our country responds well to whoever gets elected, but uh, you, you know, what is your desired angle? And here's the thing. How much of your desired angle do you, do you control? And so sometimes I talk to people and they're like, well, I want to do this and it's just not realistic. Okay. That's fine. So that might mean that, that the end of 2020 is not a realistic time period, but what if we moved it back to June of 2021? Or what if we moved it back to December of 2021? Could that then become a possible change goal for you? How do we facilitate change in our own lives? The first thing we do is we start with this: what did I do and why did I do it? So start with that paperwork of uh, okay, this is what I did, and you can do this. When I was first introduced to this idea, it was just write down as many things going twenty-four hours back or thirty-six hours back as you can remember, and, and then and and some of them are going to be if you're if and, and here's the trick here we have to be really honest with ourselves, and if you're going to be really honest with yourself, some of them are going to be not the greatest you know feeling to write down like okay, well, I did this. I binged Netflix for four hours because I was numbing out or, or I was my ADHD was high or because I just didn't feel like getting out of bed. And, and you know, a lot of times when I tell people that's like, well, it's a little bit more complicated than that. It is. It, it can be. But by and large, the more things we measure, the more likely we are to do them. And here's the other thing. Sometimes I might put down like I read a book for two hours because it's good for my brain and my soul and my heart and my head and my life to just veg out and read for two hours. I don't binge a lot of TV uh, and the stuff that I do watch most people would probably find boring, but I'll watch TV and because it's good for my brain. I was a little bummed I didn't get to watch much baseball because there's something wrong with my reception where I live and I enjoy watching baseball. There's not a lot of redeeming qualities to it. I don't watch often. I don't watch a full game, but sometimes I will. Uh, I'll go out in the woods, especially this time of year and sit out there for hours because it is a comfortable time uh, to, to recharge, to, I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So being alone is good for me. It feels good fishing, right? I'm going to put all that stuff down, but there's a reason to it. And it, it helps me understand how I'm moving towards my goal whatever the goal is. So like tomorrow night, I wanted to go out into the woods and there are some other things that we need to get done. So I've got to figure out, okay, how do I wait this? This is the next step. So here's what I'm doing. We'll write that down. Then why am I doing it? And then how did that, the next, the third column, how did that behavior help me get what I want? Or what did I get out of that behavior? And is that what I wanted? But then we've got to start waiting and by weighting, I'm spelling. I'm, I'm going to spell it here: W-E-I-G-H-T. Right? We're giving weight to, or, or uh, there's an old word called gravitas, which means there's a weight to it. There's a heaviness to it. it. It, it, it is something like you'll feel this. Like sometimes you'll read a book or you'll watch a movie and you'll feel it in your bones. How do you weight the different things that you're doing? Like working out is important. Uh, I once heard a guy say that to him, working out was like brushing his teeth. It's just part of regular hygiene that had to be done. But here's the thing, if that guy's dad goes into the hospital, he works visiting his dad around his workout schedule because seeing his dad in the hospital is weighted, more valuable, more important than his workout. And this applies to so everything that I'm going to do today. So like today, I have a break in my schedule from clients that is, full, is now filled because I'm helping someone out with a project that they're working on and that has value tomorrow I have things that I need to do around my house and that those have value and they take precedent over other things coming in that I would like to do for fun because they need to get done. How do we assign value of importance, if you will, to what we're doing? And so as we look at the last eight years uh, or the last eight years, the last eight weeks of the year, what are we going to do with them? What are the important things that we need to focus on? And how do we do that? And, and we've talked before about, all oh, another thing. a lot of times when, when I see people have these conversations, they get into trouble because when they focus on what they're going to work on, they do that to the exclusion of other things that need to get done. So I've got a project that I'm working on over the next eight weeks that has precedence, but not over going to work, not over the things that I have to get done, not over recording my podcast, which I think this will be the first year in the three years that I've been doing it. If we make it the last eight weeks, uh, I guess seven, because this one will be up by then. That I didn't miss a week for any reason. An episode went up every week this year. And so I, I don't know that for sure. I need to double check that, but I think this will be the first year. And, and, you know, so what is it though that I need to work on? Well, whatever it is, it is, the, the podcast takes precedence over that. Seeing clients takes precedence over that. Having time with my family takes precedence over that. And so what are the things that you move to the top of your priority list and how do you weigh them? So here's how the conversation works with the couple that's trying to decide where do they go Christmas Day. What's the outcomes that you're looking for and which one's more important to you? And part of this is then we have to make some deep choices. So for me, I have, I have ways that I hope this election goes. There are things that I think are happening in our country that are wrong. There are things that I think that are happening in our country that I'd like to see happen more. But we, we have to be able to put those desires... In the, in, the, in the proper order. Those, like, my political views to me are not more important than relationships. There are relationships, though, that I have pulled back from because I wasn't at the same place morally as the other person was, and it made hanging out very difficult. It made being with them very difficult. Honestly, I could talk about anything. We could talk about baseball, we can talk about farming... What do you you want to talk about? We can talk about sweaters. I love sweaters. You want to talk about books? Let's talk about books. You want to talk about coffee and tea? I'd love to talk about tea. Right now, I got water boiling so that I can have some watermelon oolong tea while I make this recording. But there are certain things that if you want to talk about, either we have to say, hey, look, we disagree and we can either have the conversation or not. But to me, this is a moral issue. But not everything's a moral issue. And so you got to kind of run that out and think that through. What is it that we're doing? As you look at the next eight weeks, what are, what are the things that you need to do that would just be good to have checked off by the end of the year? And, and one of the things to consider is what are your expectations about it? So what do, I want to, what do I want to accomplish? What do I need to do? What are my expectations about it? Because one of the things, like, I'll, I'll tell you something that I don't, I tend to not let people into my uh, inner circles. If their response to hard things is, well, maybe we should stop. Because I don't need that negativity in my life. And I know that that's a funny post on social media, but for me, it is 100% true. I do not want that negativity in my life. Simply because it's hard doesn't mean we back away. And so I'm not going to not be friends with those people, but one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to craft my life so that my friends that are in my inner circle, that's not their response to hard. And that's what I want you to take away from this episode. Whatever you do today is crafting your life, so be intentional about it. Uh, I hate personality tests, like the whole... I can't stand the Enneagram. I'm just going to tell you, if you didn't know, I'm just going to say it. I I think it's just silly to think that 8 billion people fit into one of 8 categories. That's just crazy to me. And the... Uh, what's the one? You know, I'm an ENFJ, Myers-Briggs. That they were like, they were just two people that needed to make money. They they sold snake oil, and and the evidence is in that. You know, 30 years ago, it was well, what color are you? Uh, there's a really fascinating book uh, by a guy who is a organizational psychologist, and he talks about how. Uh, his in-laws didn't want him to marry their daughter because he was a red and she was a white or she was a red and he was a white, I don't remember. And it's just silly. And, and here's, the, here's my beef with them. We're going to do a whole episode on that coming up. But here's my beef with them. When people try to do something that doesn't work, they're, well, I'm just a three, I'm just an eight, I'm just a seven. And that is absolute, I want to swear. That's how much I hate them. That is absolute hogwash. I'm not swearing, I just want to. Because I'm, I'm number nine. Number nines are the ones that want to swear. Uh, and I hate that. I have sat in the room with people and, and husbands have made dumb choices. And he was like, well, I'm a three. No, dude, you're selfish. And like, do you want to be selfish? Because if you don't, then you need to ask yourself, what are the behaviors that I need to do that aren't selfish? Period. Well, I just... No, don't I just... Stop selling yourself short. What is it that you want and what are the behaviors that you have to do? Well, what if I don't achieve it? Well, then you don't achieve it. Then you're then, then you going to learn from it and you're going to move forward. And if you don't learn from it, then you lost. But as long as you learn from it, you didn't lose. Right? And this even comes down to personality things. Like I had a client that we did this with and one of the things that he wanted to work on, it was a 52 week. What am I going to work on over the next 52 weeks? And he broke his life up into different sections. And he said, I want to be funnier. I'm like, okay. I'm not really sure how someone becomes funnier, but let's talk about that. Let's lean into that. I had somebody tell me one time, I want to be more social. Awesome. Let's lean into that. What do you need to do to be more social? I had somebody tell me, I want to be more compassionate. Awesome. What do you want to do to be more compassionate? How do we lean into that? One of the things you do is you have to have good definitions. Of course, we talk about that a lot, but then what are the behaviors that you have to do? We, we've got this backwards that we think, Well, once I have the feeling, I'll do whatever the thing is that I want to do. That isn't how it works. It's whatever I want, I have to do, even when I don't feel like doing it. I was talking to a friend about investing, and this is not a show about investing. I am not a financial advisor. This is not investing advice for you. However, I was having a conversation with my friend about investing, and I said, one of the things that you have to consider is what are the things that you need to put in your life that will help you have a disciplined approach to investing? where you will regularly invest money regardless of the ups and downs of your financial situation. And he said to me, I can't do that. And I said, okay, let's let's run the numbers because I'm not sure I agree with you because we do that in all sorts of areas. And one of the things that psychologically we know is people who put things on automated typically just adjust to that money coming out of their checking account without, without thinking about it. And so, if you want to invest, if you want to get healthy, like 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 maybe you want to uh, do something weight-wise over the next eight weeks. Maybe you want to write, you know, a book. I don't know that you're going to write. I know uh, NanoMo is coming up here next week, starting Sunday. It's National Write a Novel in a Month Contest. Uh, I think they they I think they marked the finish line at fifty thousand words. Um, you know, fifty thousand words in thirty days. You can do that math. That's a lot of writing. It can be done. I don't do it anymore because I've found i I've done it. In fact, I've succeeded twice. Uh, but I found something else that I like to do in November that requires more of my time and that I wait the return on higher than I do the return of the writing contest. So I don't do it anymore. It doesn't mean you can't. It just means I don't. That's part of the waiting process. But I understand how the thing that I picked helps me to, to, to feel, to, to be more well-rounded, to have a better approach to life. And that's the discipline. That's where the discipline comes in. If I know, okay, this helps, then I go do it. Then I go get involved. I do it even when I don't feel like it. And that's how we get healthy. So I'm working on a book. I was talking to somebody the other day and I'm working on a book. And I'm like, how's it going? I'm like, to be honest with you, not well. And they were like, well, maybe you should just, you know, write a different book. And honestly, that on it, the surface of it isn't a bad question. I said, okay, why well, do you think that? Well, it's been, you know, two years and it's, it's not coming together. It's not going well. Yep. okay, but why does that mean that I should stop? Is the topic of the book worthy? Yes. Is my plan well put together? I'm not sure. If I'm really honest with you, that's the question I'm, I'm hung up on right now. I don't know. And so that's what I'm going to have. to. I have time later this week where I'm going to explore that, right? Because that's one of the things that I want to work on over the next eight weeks. I, I have three things that I'm going to work on between now and the end of the year. And one of them is, what am I doing with this book? Is this book need to be moved to the side? Do I need to write another one? Is there a reason that it's not coming together that's more in the prep phase, something I didn't do? And I'm going to explore all of those possibilities, even on the days that I don't want to. So hopefully you can do this. Well, not hopefully, you can do this. Hopefully you will do this. Whatever it is you're debating with your spouse over where you're going for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, how many gifts you should buy the kids, whether or not you should you know, do whatever, you go on vacation, how do you respond to COVID? What are we gonna do about the election? Here's my question, whatever you're choosing to do, why are you choosing to do it? And how does it help you move to your goals? And then what are you gonna focus on for the last eight weeks of the year? I just can't believe we are in November of 2020. Here's hoping 2021 is better. But but one of the things we're gonna talk about is what, what what are the things from 2020 that we have to be thankful for? That's another episode. All right. If you enjoy this podcast, please share. I was talking to somebody just recently who told me they shared it because I said this at the end. Uh, I don't always remember to, but, but hopefully uh, I will remember more often than that. Please, if you enjoy this, please share it with your friends. Um, I can't tell you how, how valuable that is to us. That's the best form of marketing we have. Maybe put up a little reason why you like it or tell your friends about it. Uh, if we're not on a platform that you prefer to listen to, I know we're not on Amazon yet. I'm working on that. Google's about to change their platform, but as far as I know, I'm still there. But if I'm not on a platform that you think we should be on, let me know, and uh, we'll get on it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.